an Illinois woman was charged with aggravated domestic battery after she chomped off her boyfriend's tongue as he tried to kiss her. And this, again, all came up. It's Valentine's Day. They're having like some, you know, apparently disagreement that he's trying to make up and kiss her. And she just goes all crazy and bites his tongue off. Feral. Right? I mean, it's kind of like Silence of the Lambs. Prioritizing profit. Prioritizing Prioritizing Dangerous drug and product cases. Welcome, everyone. Another week, another episode, a very special episode. Uh, for all the significant others out there, Valentine's edition, prioritizing profits, dangerous drug, and product cases. Uh, how are you doing? What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Well, I'm doing great. I'm well. I'm excited to be here first of all for Valentine's Day, even though it is we are recording early. Slightly uh, early, slightly early. We got to make yeah. sure we have time uh, on the actual day itself to to celebrate. Exactly, exactly. So we did not want our significant others to feel left out with, because we were prioritizing, prioritizing profits <laughs> yeah. over our partners, our loves. Exactly. <laughs> so, so here we are. Um, so this will be released on Valentine's Day when we will be doing other things, and I will actually be getting back from Tampa, Florida. Um, I will be on that trip until the thirteenth. Um, and we'll be back for Valentine's Day with Peter. And we have plans to attend Mr. Bing's Presents. Yes, yes. Yeah. We've, we've spoke about Mr. Bing's quite a bit. You'd think he's a sponsor here at this point. <laughs> I know, I know. He's getting quite the quite the promos. Um, but we're pretty excited about it. We really love the events. Um, he brings in these amazing artists um, from around the country. The uh, performer for Valentine's Day is Anthony Nunziata. He is from New York, um, and he does a lot of um, very, you know, kind of older um, New York-y romantic songs. He'll obviously be focusing on the romantic songs for Valentine's Day, uh, but it's an amazing performance. We actually have seen him before, so he has a return uh, to Mr. Bing's, and they have a whole dinner, so it's a full dinner theater. Mm. Um, yeah, so we get the... And, and actually, I'm really excited about it, too, because, you know, we've gone out for your Valentine's dinner a lot of times, and it's always a hassle. Yeah. You know, you got to get these reservations, and then they have them spaced. They'll cram in extra, extra tables at the restaurant. Right, might so as well. Uh, yeah, to get as much as they can because, you know, it's a big night for them. So you're, you know, back up against other people. So it's not very um, romantic in that sense. Um, and then they want to they clear the table as fast as possible. So it's not like you're relaxing and really enjoying. And so, um, so I'm not uh, regretting that. Are they, so it's a full course meal. Are they doing any Valentine's themed like dishes, like a heart shaped meatloaf or anything like that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's an Italian meal. Um, they always do Italian. Um, but I don't know if, I, I suspect there will be some little special touches yeah. and that definitely will. Or like, um, back. what's it called? Like the bun cakes where they're red and. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Red, red, red colored stuff. And... Yeah, I don't know. I, I suspect there will be something special. I suspect yeah, Bing, Bing seems to have a thing for presentation and oh yeah um just just themes as a whole so i feel like you'd go all out decorations and everything i i agree too i think um what, what that sounds much better than just going out on a typical kind of date I've, I've, I've never been a big fan of going out and like doing the reservation and like rose petals and all that and i know a lot of women love that but uh i you know it's like you said it's crazy chaos during valentine's there's a ton of people out um, it's expensive and it's just, it's mostly just the amount of people. Like I, yeah. I, I, I'm someone that I like my space and even like in Europe, 
is kind of it's pretty big adjustment of being back to back to people and like being super close. Uh, in the states, that's not as common, but like you said, they'll add some. Oh some yeah, they're so. trying to you know get as much bang for their buck as they can. Um, you know, it's a big night, and I think a lot of people feel really obligated to go out. Um, you know, I mean the whole the whole holiday. A lot of people just don't like it because mm. they feel like it's kind of like a hallmark holiday. Um, but at the same time, I always felt like if whoever I was with didn't make an effort, you know, it, was, it felt like a cop out. Oh, I don't like Valentine's Day. And I mean, okay, fine. But we can never win. We can never win. No, you can win. Just do what you're supposed to do and just stop whining about the fact that you've been pressured by, you know, society to do it. But yes, get the teddy bears, get the chocolates, get the well, flowers. What, what I don't understand is where we've been on this whole equality kick, right? It's like, I, I, I but men, women, all of this. But why is it that there's holidays like Valentine's where equality is thrown out the window? No, it's never, it's oh, the woman should be setting yeah, up the date and getting the rose petals. No, it's not. The expectation's always on the man. Oh, oh, well, if you don't put in all this effort on Valentine's, you don't love me. Where's your guys' efforts out here, huh? Okay, well, I'm just going to speak for myself. I'm the one who makes fancy Valentine's dinners and puts rose petals on the table and gets <laughs> pink champagne um, and makes, I mean, you could recall, I've done this and I've done this for you, uh, makes the chocolate souffles, makes the uh, shrimp uh, cocktail so that they go together in little <laughs> yeah. hearts, if you recall. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Heart-shaped yeah, yeah. meatloaf. So I think, and I, and I think, you know, yeah, and, and, and Christina is here um, uh, as an observer today, so I will just point out that, yes, Ben will be expecting that you uh, make an effort as well, that it's not all one-sided. I think that's fair. Well, it's okay. I mean, I don't expect anything. I don't expect like a whole shebang, shaboom, but it's just, <laughs> it's just funny because, you know, I think you guys are pretty unique where I, I would argue a lot of women, a majority of women do expect kind of like the whole the whole fireworks the whole shebang shebang for for them and like it is very much on the guy's responsibility and these like societal roles are still so prevalent and and i 100 like I'm, I'm a fan of equality don't get me wrong but like it should be applied to everything it shouldn't just you know to oh well valentine's day it's, it's, well i i agree but i think it's always best for each individual to make that effort and if the other one does you know that's great fair. um but, you know, well, they leave somebody left out. That uh, goes pretty well into what our plans are. I, like I said, don't want to go out. And I don't cook very often. So it's a good Ooh. little special thing. to. I'll, I'll do the cooking. And I'll, I'll be. she's usually the chef. She's the master chef. She makes yeah, everything deliciously. Um, and and I, I don't even try to compete with that because it would <laughs> it'd almost be disrespectful. So um, No but, disrespect. No, no disrespect. So, so on Valentine's Day, I will be uh, creating. A, a menu, some some items, and, and be <laughs> some food. Yeah, some food. Maybe you know, set up like some romantic tablecloth like this, and candles, something. I don't know. I can't. I can't spoil too much. But where we are doing this, like fifty fifty, as well. I'm cooking the main meal. You know, she still wants to be involved. She, it's, it's a team effort yeah, here. She'll be all about equality. She'll be doing the dessert. Oh, nice. Okay, perfect. Well, and I happen to know you how you will have some some nice champagne flutes for yes, uh, you know, to make it look nice. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you had any nice ones. So yes, yes, no, that was a is a great gift. It was very much needed. I think typically we just grab a red solo cup and throw. <laughs> All right, I know you don't go that far, but I know you at least have some shower law from wine glasses around in the cabinet somewhere. Yeah, but... yeah, we will, we will. Uh, but the, not nothing as nice as the one that you got us. So um, I am excited for it. I think 
think I don't know. I'm not a big holiday person in general, but you know, making other people happy makes me happy, and yeah, so exactly. Valentine's a good opportunity. Well, and I just think it's nice. I mean, you know, we should all we should recognize the people we love regularly, not just on the holidays, but in case you know we've gotten busy and we haven't been paying attention. It's just a good reminder, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, if there's somebody in your life that you love. Uh, you know, you're a very lucky person and, you know, show them some appreciation and some love on this day. Even, you know, if it's, you know, like you said, you know, New Year's, everybody makes the resolutions, Valentine's Day. But I mean, just do something special and enjoy each other's company. It doesn't have to be too crazy. My very theory. true. Very true. Very true. Um, I think we have a, a pretty special episode planned out today. We're not going to go through the typical kind of like uh, usual cases and updates here. Uh, love gone wrong lawsuits yes all about all about what happens if uh, you don't do what you're supposed to do on valentine's day so let's hop into it where do you want to start yeah um so actually what i wanted to start with was the history of valentine's day because i don't know if many people know about this um you know all we just always you know think of it it's the time to celebrate somebody that you love and there's little cupids and valentine's cards and all of that um and it is very commercialized of course as we said but um the the uh the the origins are a little bit dark and scary which kind of leads into love gone wrong and lawsuits about Valentine's Day. Um, and, and there, of course, is some controversy on exactly what the history of Valentine's Day is. But um, from my research, this is the one that, that seems to have the most support. And that is that um, Valentine was a priest, and this was back in the third century of Rome. And as the legend goes, um, Emperor Claudius II had decided that single men were not as good soldiers. And they were always at war because they were always trying to take over, you know, other entities and grow the Roman Empire. So they needed the young men to be available to fight. And if they were in love or married, they were distracted. So um, uh, the emperor outlawed marriage for young men. Wow. Yeah. Um, But of course, that was very difficult for the these... effort you know yeah, it's it's like a it's like the prohibition era with alcohol you know you just gotta take your losses and not recognize well it's not gonna be possible well and so like with the prohibition area there were speakeasies and people would get what they wanted even if it was illegal so there were definitely i mean there was so much alcohol available during prohibition you just had to know how to get it well here, this is where valentine comes in he was a priest and he said i'm going to secretly marry people who want to get married even though it's illegal and so he did that but when the emperor found out, what do you think happened? He was uh, decapitated. Put to death. Yeah. Yes. I'm not sure about the details of it was actual decapitation, but he was um, put to death. And so then um, he became a saint and Saint Valentine. And so it was Saint Valentine's Day in honor of this priest who stuck up for love when, uh, you know, the, the, the ruler did not want to allow it. Young love. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that's a, that's a good story. I had no idea about that. Um, Valentine's a sick name. Like that's that's so cool, uh, yeah. and it's a great name for a holiday. It can all go connects together. Didn't realize how dark that that history was. There. Well, that's dark. And then there's also um, there's another theory, and this goes back to a pagan festival, um, an ancient pagan festival in February that was called Lupercalia, and so it was feb- it was uh, celebrated from February 13th to the 15th. So you get the 14th right there in the middle, um, and in this uh, pagan festival. The um, men sacrificed a goat and a dog. Yeah. I know it's yeah. that's kind of true. I mean, I, yeah. I have goats and I have dogs, and I love them both, and I'm horrified oh. at the thought of goats. I feel like I've always been kind of like the sacrificial choice of well, animal. Maybe lamb. The term is sacrificial lamb. Yeah, yeah but, but I mean, but goats and goats are the most eaten meat in the world. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you look worldwide. 
Yeah. So um, anyway, they would sacrifice the goat and a dog, and then they would whip the women with the hides of the animals that they had just slain. Romantic. Right, right, exactly. And the women would line up for this. Yeah. Because they believed that it would make them more fertile. Okay. Yeah. So, and then also part of this uh, pagan festival included a matchmaking lottery where young men would draw names of women from a jar, and then they'd be coupled up for the festival or beyond, and it often ended in marriage. That's so crazy. I think it's uh, it's like arranged marriages where like this this entire... um, a theme of people kind of being match made and, or, yeah. or there's matchmakers was like a whole job. That's a whole career. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always thought that's so crazy because compared to the current day and age where, um, you know, either you have a lot of luck, you don't have any luck or you're somewhere in the between. Back then it wasn't even like a thought. It was just like, oh, I'll just hire this lady and then, oh, I want to get married. Okay, well, let me just put my uh-huh. name into a bucket and I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like a pretty crazy, crazy situation. And again, not so much associated with, with, uh, love. Um, but then in uh, later years in England, I think Shakespeare talked of started romanticizing Valentine's Day in his work. Um, and then the big boom was in 1913, um, when Hallmark started mass producing oh. cards. Yeah. And so, uh, and then of course, the rest is history. Um, and of course, I think it's a good thing to have, um, again, a day to celebrate love. We should celebrate love more regularly, but at least having a holiday in honor of it, I think is is a positive. Yeah. I'm wondering how like current day trends came to be. Like, for example, like the box of chocolates, or heart-shaped box of chocolates and flowers and all this, because that's that's pretty far from whipping in the streets with the hides <laughs> of animals. You know, that's quite the, quite the jump that we've made here. Uh, but there, you know, isn't too much context on how we got from point A to point B. Well, so the whipping in the street with the hides of the sacrificed animals was not just for the fun of it. It was supposed to, <laughs> supposed to make it them, was fun. It was fun. Uh, Don't I mean, get me was, wrong. Yeah, yeah, it was all fun and games. Except it was also supposed to make the women more fertile. And so, if you think about like chocolate and flowers, I mean, they're kind of aphrodisiacs in a yeah, sense. That's fair. And you know, and and to be fair, there's a lot of sex on Valentine's Day. It's kind of you know, it's almost like expected, kind of like the dinner and the flowers. Yeah. You know, you're expected to put out too, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so here we go with the fertility. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be more amorous towards somebody who's given me flowers and chocolate, especially the chocolate part, honestly. Well, clams are aphrodisiac as well, but you know, you don't see those being oysters. I think it's oysters. Oysters. It's oysters. Well, is that not on your menu? Uh, now it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's definitely been commercialized a, a shit ton as well, right? I mean, Hallmark, it, it, it makes so much sense that they were the ones that really kicked this off and made an entire trend. It's a great idea. I think everyone can get behind it. And especially, you know, women of society, which I think they, at the end of the day, control a lot of like culture and like the direction of like c- culture in general. And, um, you know, if you have two couples next to each other and one is celebrating Valentine's and the other isn't, the woman's going to be pissed the one from the one yeah. that is. I think that's a lot of it. It's a comparison thing. Like, I, I mean, back when we would um, went to the office all the time pre-COVID, you know, I mean, we had an office with like 13, 14 women at a time. Oh, were you guys like comparing and doing well, I mean, I, you you noticed. I mean, when it was Valentine's Day and the florist arrived, you would saw who got the bouquets and who didn't. Oh I mean, God. it's hard not to, <laughs> yeah. right? So yeah. I think there's a lot of social pressure on that too. 
That that makes sense. I, is, do you have any good stories from like maybe a, a, everyone gets flowers except one person in your office, and then it turns out she comes she comes back to work the next day crying, and they broken up or something like that. Oh, uh, not specific, not not specifically like that. Um, I think it's interesting too, though, because you would notice, like you know, so it, it, it's such a busy day for florists as well, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's of course they charge more because they can. I mean, it's like like peak times with Uber or whatever, it's right? Like oat milk. <laughs> it's exactly like oat milk. <laughs> um, and so so you can it's cheaper if you do it like the day before or the day after. And then some people would, of course, order and have them delivered the day before, which I mean, the day before is OK. But still, it's like what I'm not I'm not worth like prime rates. <laughs> Yeah, now it's becoming like a, you know, you need to spend a certain amount of money. You can't spend this money. Well, I guess you don't. I don't matter that much to you. Well, and the day after really seems. That's. I mean, that's like the half price. You know, Valentine's candy the day after. Well, that's also like price. you forget. At least if it's a day well, before, it's like, well, you know, I'm trying to be reasonable. But I did remember the day after. You could make the argument that they just completely forgot. Except to... honestly, it's really hard to forget if you're out and about in the world. I mean, I mean, but even if you watch TV. But I mean, if you go into Walgreens, I mean, you know, Target get anywhere there's valentine's things all over the place and then even here i don't know if this is around the country but they'll have um, people popped up on the corners with like stuffed animals and these little baskets with chocolates and everything um last minute kind yeah. of kind of deals and they're balloons saving lives out there honestly <sighs> yes they are saving marriages for sure yeah relationships yeah well um that's an interesting origin story i'm sure that there are a lot of uh a lot of interesting cases going around as well. I know even unrelated to Valentine's, I always see these ones pop up on Twitter and Facebook of like, oh, yeah. you know, some Social media, woman yeah. killing her husband because she got he got the wrong type of flowers or something <laughs> like that. And it's all over the place. Well, it can bring out the worst in people, yeah. Okay, so some stories about love gone wrong on Valentine's Day. And the first one is actually the first thing that popped up when I was Googling this um, was a story about a young woman in Ohio who was charged with actually attacking her boyfriend um, over his failure to get her Valentine gift. Fair. Well, yeah. So here it is Valentine's Day. Um, he comes over and he doesn't have a gift. And so she is just pissed. Um, and so she starts attacking him. And so he runs into the bedroom and closes the door. She then goes and grabs a knife and starts hacking at the door, oh trying to God. get at him to knife him. And so he calls the police. Um, and the police luckily got there before she got through the door and stabbed him. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it seems like a little bit of an overreaction. I mean, slightly. You know. and it depends. If they're building, if she had been like making hints towards specific gifts for the last week, and then he just didn't get any of them, yeah, then I could see that being a little bit more valid. Well, and I mean, how he, at least on his way to her house, he probably passed one of these pop up, you know, exactly. corner things. He could have got her something, some card. Um, anyway, so uh, it, she obviously was arrested um, and and prosecuted. Quite a bit of determination there as well as to not only <laughs> start out attacking, right? Okay, maybe you just the blood gets boiled boiling a little bit but then he runs into the room and i would i would think most people would take a step back and be like okay well take a breath take a breath or like this isn't worth it you know i'm gonna dump him blah 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 yeah. no, no, no she runs to the kitchen gets a knife <laughs> and and not tries to break open the door but starts slashing and 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 Again, carving out the door, essentially. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's determination. Yeah. I mean, it seems like at this point, okay, the relationship's not going anywhere. Right. Not ideal. Maybe it's time to move on. Do you really need to cause a lot of property damage to your own home, first of all? I mean, that could damage a knife and your door. Um, and you end up in jail. Well, maybe it was his place, so it was like a two for one. <laughs> Who knows? That would be that would be more reasonable. Yeah. 
Um, well, it goes back. You know, I wonder if she got him a gift because it should oh. go both ways here. You know, maybe he shouldn't be the one that's upset. Well, although if, even if she got him a gift and he didn't, that's going to certainly Boom. ask. Another, yeah, that's another. Yeah, uh, we don't uh, know the details on that. We don't <laughs> know the details on that. It would be good to know. Um, but so, yeah, I guess there are a lot of calls out on Valentine's night. And I can imagine there's a variety of reasons. But obviously, um, people getting upset about, about gifts or no gifts. There's probably alcohol being consumed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the thing, too, is that, you know, Al- Valentine's Day is is one of those kind of deciding moments in a, in a way. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, again, we talked about it's attention on love and maybe it's, you know, what is your intentions in this relationship? Mm -hmm. Um, and you see a lot of people getting engaged on Valentine's days Uh, and then you see a lot of people breaking up. Oh, right. And so maybe it is a kind of, it's like, Hey, this is the day of love. Do I love this person or don't I? Yeah. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. I also think there's a lot of expectations there where it're like almost like a trip where you're waiting for it for so long, you're building up in your head and it's almost impossible for that trip or whatever it is to live up to this this world or this version uh of it that you've imagined. And I think Valentine's Day is kind of like that is where... Especially with movies where there's rose petals and like the hotel room and like five course meal. Yeah, all of this. Like everything's so perfect. Uh, Realistically, that's just not how things go. And nothing ever goes that smoothly or that efficiently, whatever it is. So then people are like bound to be disappointed. But then you take it a step further and not even get them a gift. Well, then Jesus. Well, and I wonder too if if this has escalated since social media because you see how. Oh, for sure. Well, you know, it's it's one of those things. I mean, it used to be you knew what your. you know, friend had happened for her on Valentine's Day, or maybe your coworkers. But with social media, you see all of these thousands and thousands of postings, and you see the lead up to it of what's going to happen. Yeah. And then of course, the curated version, you know, with the perfect lighting and the perfect editing and, and everything. Yeah. Um, and so it, I think it was what you're saying, it gets built up even more. And you think everybody else is having this experience. And if you're not, well, you better kill the guy who blew it for you, yeah. right? I wonder if there's any situations with like secret lovers and stuff like that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We'll get to those. Well, let me pop into one other um, uh, quick one. Well, actually, this one's pretty nasty. Um, So again, Valentine's Day, uh, an Illinois woman was charged with aggravated domestic battery after she chomped off her boyfriend's tongue as he tried to kiss her. And this, again, all came up. It's Valentine's Day. They're having like some, you know, apparently disagreement that he's trying to make up and kiss her. And she just goes all crazy and bites his tongue off. Feral. Right? I mean, it's kind of kind of like Silence of the Lambs. Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I can't think of his name. That's that's insane. And that's it, – it, it's, it's such a step further as well because stabbing someone, like, yes, that's bad. But, you know, it's not necessarily difficult for you, I would say, compared to, like, chomping off someone's tongue. Like, you're tasting their blood. They're screaming in your face. Like oh, it's you're, much more satisfying. You're, you're, you're right <laughs> up there in, in their face, and then you just got a ton, tongue in your mouth that you can spit out. But uh. it's, like, so much more effort, I would say think. Yeah. Well, and that's a, that's a sad one too. Um, because apparently he did retrieve the piece of his tongue and take it to the hospital, but unfortunately they could not reattach it. Can I reattach it? He even did exactly what you're supposed to do. I know. Probably put it on ice. ice, Got it there. But unfortunately didn't quite get it there in time. He has a permanent lisp. Now he won't forget about her. Now it's it's a permanent (laughs) part of his life. He'll always have a memory of Valentine's Day. It's probably one of those holidays he'll dread from now on. Well, that was maybe her goal is that it's like, oh, well, you forgot about Valentine's Day. You won't forget this. (laughs) Chomp, chomp. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, and maybe she didn't have a nice dinner, so there was a little tongue. 
Yeah, 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 exactly. He didn't he didn't make the right uh, dish for her. She was still a little hungry and thought, uh, you know what? I'm going to have my own dessert. Boom. Chomp, chomp. <laughs> chomp, chomp. Yeah. Um, so on the, the secret ones, this was a, um, and, and I've heard of this happening before, but there was actually a lawsuit against the 1-800-Flowers. So it's this online entity and you know, where they, you, know, you go on and you get the flowers delivered. And so a guy went on and he was going to have um, roses delivered to his girlfriend on Valentine's Day. He also happened to be married. So oh. this was the girlfriend, not the wife. So he had arranged for this beautiful uh, bouquet of roses to be delivered. And he specified to the 1-800-ROSES, you know, I, you know, the, you know, I don't want anything coming back to me. Um, you know, I'm paying for it on, you know, don't send me a bill. I'm paying for it online, blah, 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 blah. This is secretive. Okay. And so the, everything went fine on Valentine's Day. And apparently the girlfriend was very happy with the roses. Wife didn't know. But then about a month later... This, this store was automatically sending out thank you for your business card. Oh. Yeah, and they sent a, sent a thank you for your, you know, order on yeah. Valentine's Day card to his house. His wife gets it, and she's like, well, I didn't get roses. And so she actually called up, um, found out, and kaboom. And so he was pretty pissed off and actually sued the, the, the company, 1-800-Flowers, saying, you know, I told you not to do this, which is kind of a, I mean, I don't see this going to a jury and being very well received. Yeah, I was going to say, mean, is there a law being broken? You know, you can tell someone not to do something, but it's, it's you're not going to sue, like, oh, can I get a diet, Dr. Pepper? They give you Dr. Pepper, and you're like, Jesus Christ, I asked for diet, and then sue them. Well, I mean, it depends on what the outcome is. If you have damages as a result of that error, what, first of all, whether it falls below the standard of care in the industry. And then, you know, with the diet, Dr. Pepper, suppose you asked for diet and you got regular and, you know, your blood sugar spiked and you had a heart attack and died. I don't know. I mean, not that I think that this would happen, but I'm saying that that would be, if if, if nothing happens, you just spit it out and it doesn't taste good, no damages. Here, I mean, apparently that was, you know, I I don't know if it ultimately ended in divorce. It was expensive for him or incurring attorney's fees or whatever, but he's saying, well, I had damages because, you know, as a, you know, purveyor of flowers, the standard is, you know, that you listen to us about you know whether or not you, yeah. you provide follow up information, ask you not to, you did it, and look what happened. Emotional damages, and I mean, it makes sense. I also think, um, I mean, it must be hard on his end to get any sympathy from a jury. So that's what I was thinking. I mean, here it is. He's basically coming in saying, "Look, I'm a cheat, and I wanted to get away with it. Yeah, and I didn't. And these people exposed me for cheating on my wife. And my so happy punish family. them. Yeah, punish how them. dare they? Yeah, so I, you know, again, I don't know what the outcome of that was, but I don't think that it would have been um, terribly, terribly favorable. Yeah, I mean, one eight hundred flowers too. If there's any service that I imagine be anonymous or like you can just send it out, because I don't, I, I would imagine that's not like a super uncommon thing. Is like people want to do surprise things or whatever. Right, right. Um, and the one eight hundred flowers is such like a vague general type of like name for a business, I would imagine they would be the ones out of anyone to do something secretively or like to surprise someone or whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Well, I don't use them if you want to be, you know, sneaky. I guess so. I guess so. (laughs) Lesson lesson learned. Lesson learned. Yeah. What uh, what other cases you got for us? Um, So this one was interesting. This was um, just a couple of years ago and it got a lot of press. Um, And and so it was a woman, um, she lived up in uh, Portland and it was Valentine's Day and she didn't 
didn't have um, a love in her life, but she was like, you know, damn it, I love myself. I'm taking myself out to a nice dinner on Valentine's Day. And so she did. And she went to this Portland restaurant and she said that she was just treated like crap. Um, and again, you know, of course, I'm sure that the restaurants are trying to make the most they possibly can. They're expecting big, big expensive, at least, you know, well, I guess two people. Yeah. Well, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, the guy the still goes all out, right? Gets a champagne bottle, right, gets right. a fancy dessert. They may have like a special dish on there for Valentine's that they charge more for because it's a heart-shaped meatloaf, whatever it may be. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And they're trying to, you know, make everything as romantic as possible. And so apparently they were really obnoxious about it and they felt like she was wasting their time. And so they treated her poorly. Um, she didn't get good service. They were trying to hustle her out of there. You know, the special things they were doing for the other people, she, you know, she didn't get it. And so she said, you know, that's it. I'm devastated. And um, she's actually filed a lawsuit for $100,000. Um, they did end up settling that for an undisclosed amount. But I think that the most, the, the, the probably the, the biggest issue for them, um, aside from the money, was that, you know, this was one of those stories where everybody got all up in arms about it. And so it was on all of the, you yeah. know, the news shows and it was in the newspapers as kind of quirky, quirky cases. It's devastated seems a bit extreme, but uh, I mean, it is fucked up. And um, I also think like restaurants, it's not like they're raking in cash, right? Like the margin of profit is pretty minimal there. So looking for a hundred grand, I'm surprised they settled at all, but I'm assuming yeah. they settled for, for quite a bit less than that. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, yeah, I think the biggest issue is like you said, like this is a great clickbaity headline uh -huh, type of uh -huh. story. And it's, it's, it's something I think a lot of people can rally behind for sure. And then the business, you know, I'm assuming they weren't anonymous here, right? Like they're getting called out and then yeah. people are showing up not, or not going anymore, showing up and being rude because they're like, you guys don't appreciate our single kind here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I can't imagine, um, I mean, I, I've gone out to eat I, really on my own only I mean, when I'm traveling, I have on a number of occasions. Um, but yeah, I can't, I don't think, I mean, first of all, like we said, I mean, Valentine's Day just isn't a fun time to go out anyway. So uh, I sure as heck wouldn't want to be going out alone on Valentine's I, Day. I wouldn't. And, and also, I mean, I, I like doing stuff solo. Like I've gone to the movies by myself. I like oh, yeah, going out to dinner yeah. by myself or like breakfast. Breakfast, I used to do that a lot. Now that I'm in a healthy long-term relationship, don't really do that anymore. But back in the day in college, um, when I was in a relationship and, and even if I had friends that would want to go out, like there's something nice about just being by yourself. You get to enjoy it. You get to experience whatever you want to experience, however you want to, and don't have to worry about anyone else. Uh, but with that being said, going out on Valentine's day and openly <laughs> willingly do that and spend extra money because it is Valentine's day. I, I wouldn't do that. Don't yeah, that. yeah. Not a good idea. Not likely. Yeah. So the other things to watch out for, I think on Valentine's day as, um, workplace issues, um, you know, whether what you do in the workplace on Valentine's Day, because of course there are sexual harassment laws and you have to be very careful. Um, and one of the cases I thought was kind of funny um, was a lawsuit involving um, an auto, uh, the, the boss at an auto parts retailer. And so on Valentine's Day, actually he gave his female supervisor, so this is a little bit interesting too, um, a stuffed animal, a box of chocolates, and a greeting card with a questionable message. <laughs> so here's a questionable message. Um, it was set to the tune of the Rolling Stones song, Let's Spend the Night Together. Okay. Okay. And it says the outside of the card read, it's Valentine's Day. What do you say we put on some soft music and, the and then and it says dot, 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 and nothing else? depicting a room with a bed with undergarments strewn about the floor. 
<laughs> and then it's singing, let's spend the night together. <laughs> That's bold. I mean, we're talking not even the slightest bit no, subtle. Yeah. I mean, completely horrendously um, uh, uh, inappropriate. Uh, well, illegal, illegal in the workplace. Um, and so, so yeah, that that uh, employee no longer had that had that job. Makes sense. I mean, he's shooting a shot. You got to give him props there. He's, uh, I'm sure he's had a crush on the supervisor for quite a while now, and then that, you know what, screw it. And also, I feel like it, he he must have been ready to leave at that point because you have to know that if you put yourself out there like that with a supervisor <laughs> and it doesn't go well, it's not going to be an, an enjoyable well, it was, workplace. It was like all in, go big or go home. I mean, either it was yeah, going to be boss. great and they were going to be having sex and, yeah. you know, with the, hence the pictures and the song, um, or he was going to be looking for a new job. I mean, ultimately he was... And if he was like, already looking to leave and this was like his last shebang, then boom, win-win. Did he experience any like lawsuits or anything like that or did... The the woman sue the company. Um, did it go any farther than that? Yeah, um, actually, yeah, let's see. Oh, yeah. Well, well, it, it, this was kind of a messy one. So then, ultimately, he said he filed suit, saying he was the victim of harassment, um, arguing that um, he had been set up by the supervisor that she demanded that he give her a Valentine's gift. So it was kind of a he said, she said. But again, I mean, you you know, if you say, hey, I will expect a Valentine's present for my employees. That's fine. Not. Yeah. They, they probably were both inappropriate. So yeah. I suspect that probably didn't go too far. Yeah. I mean, a, a supervisor demanding gifts seems like crossing <laughs> the line there, whether it's Valentine's or, or anything, not. anything, exactly. Um, I, I wonder if there was, if they had like uh, the woman, or they had some type of secret relationship already going on and then maybe she got really upset at him and he said something mean or something and she thought, oh, well, this is a good opportunity to get him fired to punish him whatever it may be <laughs> yeah i don't know i well i think you know if you're having these workplace secret romances um my recommendation would be not to produce evidence yeah um and especially i mean that's some pretty pretty damning evidence if you ask me so, yeah no yeah. it's aggressive it, too yeah i mean i can't even think even in like a very healthy normal relationship i feel like that would be pretty aggressive yeah i mean i think that i think i would think it was weird if peter got me that card and we've been married for however exactly long. yeah that's just kind of I mean, maybe if it's like a friends with benefits type of relationship, then it would be a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, it makes sense. I don't know. That's an interesting one. Um, I'm sure that there's probably a lot of situations like that because I, I would imagine, too, in a lot of these workplaces, like people have crushes, you know, and, and then when Valentine's comes around, you start feeling a little bit lonely and you want something going on and you see that your crush just so happens to not have a boyfriend and nothing going on Valentine's. So you shoot your shot and then, boom, it's awkward, uncomfortable, and maybe yeah. even a lawsuit's filed. Yeah, yeah. Don't shit where you eat, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, one more employee one was uh, an interesting one. It was an airline airline employee. Um, and I guess when she took the job, she was told that, you know, some of the coworkers were somewhat inappropriate. Again, why would you, you know, not cool, not something that's okay these days. Um, not that it was ever okay, but it wasn't uh followed up and prosecuted back in back in the bad old days. Um, anyway, so come, Valentine's Day comes along and she gets this big red Valentine card reading on Valentine's Day. Remember, candy is dandy, but sex won't rot your teeth. So what do you say? So and she did sue um, and was successful. And she said that um, uh, she was subjected to an extraordinarily hostile 
sexually poisonous work environment. I'm assuming there was other things on top of this. Card. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. I mean, the, the fact that they had kind of forewarned her there was some inappropriate stuff going on, um, you know, even before the Valentine's Day. But again, you know, Valentine's Day, be very careful about this at, uh, you know, at work um, or at school. Um, yeah. You know, you just don't want to get yourself set up for a uh, sexual harassment lawsuit. Like you said, don't put it in writing. Just you walk up to the person <laughs> and say it. and then if, Will you be my Valentine? Maybe? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Again, it doesn't have to be such a sexual aggressive type of uh, proposition either you can just hey you want to get some food after work and notice we don't have anything to do valentine's day yeah it's as easy as it's <laughs> you know, we don't gotta get crazy after that yes we'll take your advice i'll take your advice for sure um, so another funny thing um, I saw, and this one's going on currently, and I guess it's really taken off, is that a shelter, an animal shelter in New Jersey, um, every Valentine's Day runs a campaign called Neuter Your Ex. Oh, that's a good one. I know. It's really kind of interesting, It's but it's totally taken off. And so what it is, is there's a lot of feral cats in the area. And so what they do is if you donate $50 for towards the animal shelter, they will name the cat your ex's name, and then they will neuter it, and then they will release it back into the wild. And so it's kind of good for everybody. The, the shelter earns, um, you know, much needed funds, and mm -hmm. they provide the service. They, they neuter these feral cats, so they're not out there breeding. Um, and you get to feel like, you know, your ex was neutered. Yeah, yeah. That's a, and you could, like, make a social media post about it, which I'm think, sure a lot of people do. Yeah, I think you could go crazy with that one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's great. And it's, it's a, it feeds into kind of this... Um, like a motivation for people, right? Like Valentine's Day, maybe they, someone broke up with you or some, maybe they didn't get you a gift and you ended up trying to stab them with a knife through a door. <laughs> and then you guys broke up and you thought, well, I can't stab them. I shouldn't do to them. And then you do this and it's, uh, it's good all around. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's been, it provides a pro positive benefit. I mean, you know, you hear these stories about people, you know, having dead roses delivered to somebody, um, you know, writing things on their car and like mm -hmm. chocolate and strawberries and stuff like that. Um, I just, but I don't know if that's as satisfying. Um, and, you know, and it's, you know, I guess I would argue it's more satisfying because the other person's really feeling it. I wonder if there's services, you know, like the opposite of Valentine's type services where you, if you, like you said, like the dead flowers, you can deliver dead flowers and there's just like a dead flower business that's like, oh, hey, you hate your ex or you hate this person and it's Valentine's Day. Well, we'll deliver dead flowers for you or we'll <laughs> uh, deliver shitty uh, chocolate that's uh, expired. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's a service for that. I, actually, so years ago, there was a company that would deliver dog shit to somebody you didn't mm. like. And this wasn't necessarily a Valentine's thing. It was just somebody that you hated. Yeah, I think um, I this. You've heard about this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and it's not, I mean, it's uh, illegal to, you know, it's considered biohazard. And so I don't know how they did it initially. Um, but I actually had a client, um, this was ages ago, who received it and wanted to sue the, the person. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that didn't, didn't get too, too far. I was going to say, unless she like ate it and was, you know, got <laughs> sick and then said, oh, well, how was I supposed to know it was real poo? Yeah, well, I mean, and the issue really more is for the the vendor. Again, again, it's not legal to set, to to mail this stuff through the you know you know United States mail. Um, but the person, I mean, so what is the damage? 
I mean, he was in emotional distress. Anyway, I mean, potentially it could have gone somewhere. It wasn't a case that I wanted to. I wonder pursue. with shelters if there's a higher rate of adoption around Valentine's Day. Oh, kind of feeling lonely and. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like yeah, you 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 give up on love, you give up on men, and you you get a dog because that's what you need, or you give up on women and you get a cat, or you get a you know whatever it is. Uh, you know, they they they're your companions. They won't let you down. Maybe they won't get you a box of chocolates, but they'll definitely hang out with you. Yeah, well, it's true. I mean, they're, you know, uh, man's and woman's best friends. And um, yeah, I mean, our dogs are not going to get us anything. But of course, I will be preparing special Valentine treats for them. Because, <laughs> because they are our Valentines as well. Yeah, that's a good idea. I didn't really think about getting Bruno involved. Maybe I should, uh, I don't know, strap a box of chocolates to his back and have him waddle throughout the house over to Christina. That would be pretty romantic, oh. I'd like to think. Well, and the thing about Bruno is you could trust him with the chocolates. He wouldn't just wolf them all down. And then, you know, of course, chocolate is toxic for dogs. My dogs would just, yeah, I would never get not even a step across the room before yeah, I was Yeah, they, they also could just run off and, and the, the chocolates go flying everywhere. Bruno, he's not much of a runner. He's, like I said, a waddler. <laughs> yes, he might be a Much more, more stable. Yeah. Low to the okay. ground, too. Um yeah, yeah, I, I think I think that's a that's a possible business opportunity. You know, if anyone's listening is looking to be an entrepreneur, you could be the opposite of Valentine's, where you uh, find ways to get back at people that uh, done you wrong in your love life or something, and and you can offer that service and charge. Well, yeah, again, you'd have to be careful about the way you you did it, so that you know you weren't breaking any laws. And then you know, in theory, under some states' laws, people could file for emotional distress. Um, it could uh, be... you go freelance Craigslist anonymous you say kind of like hitman yeah it's like you pay me 50 <laughs> bucks i'll take a shit on their front porch there you go you know and then, you in know, a heart shape in a heart shape exactly <laughs> or in a broken heart and they don't have to leave a note saying oh this is from this person it's just they'll know they'll know who it's from yeah yeah well so it's interesting on that along those lines is that divorce attorneys say that february 15th is a very busy day their phones ring off the hook really and so again i think it goes back to well i think it goes back to the issue of you know all the focus is on relationships. And so you're going to focus on your relationship. And is this a good one? Or is it a bad one? Um, and then, of course, add to that, if your expectations were not met, mm-hmm. or whatever you wanted your partner to do, uh, you know, then, okay, that's it. So I guess the February 15th, you know, it's, it's big day. It's like January 1st for resolutions, February 15th for uh, calling yeah. a divorce attorney and getting that moving. Well, I'm know. sure it puts things in perspective too, because like you said, with social media, you see what all these other people are doing and how, how good their relationships are and exactly. does yours compare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is, well, maybe it could be this way. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. Exactly. You know, it, it, you, you don't realize how bad your situation is. And then you see all these people living the best life and you're like, wow, I want that. Why don't I have that? Yeah. I wonder if too, like a lot of those calls are people that maybe didn't get a gift or, you know, the person didn't do as much and they just get really upset and the gut reaction is to get divorced. But then, you know, a majority of those calls, they don't actually go through with it. It's more of just a try an attempted wake up call, maybe yeah. for the other. And maybe that next Valentine's is going to be unbelievable. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Don't now, if you don't, if you don't do better next Valentine's, then we're actually going to, to go through with this. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, um, that, that's interesting. It's it's crazy how there's both sides of that where, you know, these, these florists receive higher, higher, uh, more business and these restaurants receive more business. They're charging more. But on, then on the other end is like these completely, you know, related to love, like the divorce attorney, but it's on the completely other side yeah, of the spectrum yeah. and they're also getting more business. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, of course, for personal injury attorneys, um, you know, there are cases that can arise out of love and love gone bad. And, you know, some of these we've talked about before, like that um, sexually transmitted disease transmission cases. Mm -hmm. um, and again, that's it's it's again one of those nights where, you know, there's more action than maybe <laughs> your average Wednesday night. Um, and it is, as we've discussed, people do file lawsuits um, for sexually transmitted diseases. That is a case in most states. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's considered negligent if you don't advise your partner. Um, so we see a lot of those. Um, and there's also cases, um, some states allow a, a case called alienation of affection, or they also call them heart balm laws. And that's where, say, your spouse goes and has an affair with somebody else, which damages the relationship. You can actually sue the other person. Really? For interfering in your marriage, for alienation of affections, it's called. Um, so you, can you so you sue the, um, the person they cheated with? Yeah, the person they cheated with. That's crazy. I, I I'm surprised that and those those cases actually happen and they go through and then I mean, what does that look like? Does the person that they cheated with have to pay the wife? Well, yeah, yeah, in theory, for the emotional distress and any other damages. I'm, how's the the husband or wife, whoever's cheating, not being held responsible for this? So what? what well, if, exactly, they should they they should be. And I mean, and really, they're the one who has the obligation to you, the commitment exactly, to you. Yeah. They're the one who has broken their vow. The other person hasn't. But you know, there's all of these arguments about oh, well, this person. Person came in and enticed him or her and, you know, really pursued them and blah, 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 and tried to break up the marriage so that they could also be uh, held liable. Hmm. Yeah. I can see maybe in those more nefarious cases where it's like they, they know that they're married and they're openly going at it with that intention of, of causing damage. Mm -hmm. I could see that. But um, I also think that, you know, like if someone's pursuing that, at the end of the day, it's you know it's the, it's a mutual agreement there when that action happens, right? Well, and do you really want to drag your dirty laundry in court over all of this? I mean, it's it kind of embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, this this used to be a much more popular case. It's it's uh, not not so popular these days, and and a lot of states don't even allow it, but some some states uh, still do. What if the person that was cheating just didn't tell? the the person they're cheating with that they're married or that they're in a relationship and do kids play a role in this too i'm assuming if there's kids and that you know family life is being disrupted that probably adds on to it well yeah that would definitely be effect on the marriage so if the person didn't know then i think that they would not be they wouldn't know that they were alienating they were pulling the affection away from somebody who rightly had it right if they didn't know they were married they would just think there was so then that the fault would all be on the spouse and i think that case wouldn't have that very concept far. of of stealing affection that is right rightfully in <laughs> the hands of someone else. Like, I know, it's like real old school stuff. Huh? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, I, I, I wonder if those cases pick up around Valentine's Day as well, where it's like, you know, they someone has a mistress and then they end up um, spending more money on gifts for the mistress than the wife. And then they're alienating, you know, the most important yeah. day of the year about love. Well, perhaps. And I, I think it's one of those those kind of turning points where, again, they, you expect somebody to be providing, you know, presents and all this kind of stuff. So it's more likely you're going to find a receipt in some pocket or some no. credit card charge, you know, anytime and probably the holidays, Christmas as well. Um, but yeah. that, but that's where you, you would be buying presents for a lot of different categories of people. So if you saw some unknown charge, you wouldn't necessarily think it's like a, you know, an yeah. affair. You might think it was a work person or somebody's kid like. or something. Right. But on Valentine's Day, you're really only buying presents for somebody, you know, that you consider, you know, a love interest or a love. Yeah. Or um, your pet. 
people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then you hear stories too, like, you know, the Victoria's Secret charges or something like that, yeah. you know, where, I mean, that's going to raise a red flag if somebody's buying, you know, sexy lingerie. That? Like, I feel like that's like so 2001 of just, oh, let's go to Victoria's Secret, Victoria's Secret gift card and like all of that. Yeah, it was such a big thing. And I don't, I, I don't see people doing that as much anymore. And I don't even see it advertised as much. It used to be like every store you go into, there's all this like slinky red lingerie. Yeah, everywhere. exactly. Yeah, I don't know. That's I think that's that's Died a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, old school. I'm not going to be buying any. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. Who knows? Maybe Peter's going to buy me some fabulous red <laughs> lingerie, but I kind of doubt it. Uh, kind of doubt it. Going on, is there uh, what what other cases or stories do you got for us? Um, well, so another another category of cases are there's a lot of lawsuits against various dating apps, um, and there um, have been cases where um, people have sued like Match.com because they were raped. Um, another woman has sued, um, actually sued eHarmony because she uh, was given herpes by a date that she found. Um, and then another woman who was assaulted, who was stabbed um, by a date through Match.com. Jesus. So, so those are interesting cases too. Again, love gone wrong, where you know you're trying to you know meet somebody on these uh, these uh, various apps or websites, um, and some bad things can happen. And can you then hold that in, that mediary, the one that made the connection, um, liable? And in most cases, you can't. Yeah. Um, um, again, they, it, it, they, they, most of them have actually specifically said we don't do background checks on our, you know, members, and so we don't know if they have that. And they, you know, provide you with all of these safety tips and mm-hmm. what to do. I mean, I don't know many people really read that aspect, um, but again, it's pretty much on you to, you know, yeah. to to ensure your safety, to meet in public places, blah de blah. You know, and again, I mean, if you're going to have sex with somebody um, without protection. Uh, you know, you, you may be able to sue that person for not telling you they knew and they did not disclose that to you, but trying to sue, um, the, uh, you know, the dating, uh, yeah, not I doubt eHarmony or match.com is going to ask their clients to send in their piss to test it for, for STDs <laughs> or anything like that. Um, it, it, that that's it, I would be surprised if they ever got held accountable for that because I'm assuming yeah. I'm assuming too is that when you make a profile like you said there's a bunch of warnings that come up and some agreement or a non-disclosure whatever it is that you sign that's like hey right. the terms of service yeah, are very, yeah. they certainly limit it um, if they're not limited they have a really crappy lawyer that didn't have them limited um, because again I mean you can just think I mean these are just three examples of what could happen there's all kinds of crazy things that can well, happen well and those are like very official dating sites too I mean there's yeah. ones like Tinder and Hinge and yeah. all that which are a lot more quicker and easier to set up a profile and you know you can go it's more quantity over quality per se like there and i would imagine there's a lot more risk because you can also catfish a lot easier on that like i think eHarmony where you have to create this entire profile or or most of these you know you're creating a very large profile tinder you just upload a few pictures and you're gonna throw in a bio and you can just get going wow yeah yeah but I, I have heard a lot of uh, horror stories, not really horror stories, but just like catfishing and stuff like yeah, that. And yeah. uh, Tinder, like in college, especially friends would, would talk about that. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the reality is when you actually meet somebody and they're, they look like their profile picture or they're actually better than that, you're like, oh, my God. In fact, I mean, and I met Peter through eHarmony, which you know, but many people may not know. But I mean, I was shocked because he had one picture up and it was really not even that flattering. Yeah. And then I met him I'm like, holy shit, you're like way better looking this picture. It was like scrub. 
scruff. I remember you showed the picture of Scruffy and like a beer in his head. Just like on the beach. And he was like, What well, was the only picture I had handy? And I mean it was just like so anyway, Innocent. so yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes sometimes it works out well. But you know, you a lot of people put in pictures that are, you know, ten years old and you know, and fifty pounds lighter or whatever. And so, you yeah. know, when you see somebody, um, yeah, I mean buyer beware, dater beware, I think yeah. is, is is a good policy. Oh, and then you know, they're very particular on the pictures or the angles. Maybe they're only like neck up pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Filters yeah, and exactly. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Being yeah. being very safe about that. Um yeah, I mean, I, I think that those sites would have a higher risk of that type of stuff going on just because how quickly it is that you can, like, go through it and go through people and set up connections and message it. Um, but eHarmony and all that, I, I doubt they would hold any kind of responsibility for, for yeah. what goes on yeah, there because be it's, it's a wild west. I mean, it would have to be a situation where they actually did have knowledge, yeah. um, you know. But again, people change profiles and everything, so... Uh, but one other uh, one that I think is is kind of interesting, and it kind of goes to this the whole dating sites. Um, and this was um, I don't know if it was I think it was on Hulu, but um, there was a whole documentary on it. But I don't know if you heard about the whole Ashley Madison scandal. I don't think so. So Ashley Madison was a website, and it was specifically designed for people who wanted to cheat on their spouses. And so yeah, you went on and you basically like, like I'm married and you're married, but we want to have this affair. And so it was very very controversial. So all the <laughs> yeah, talk shows and everything. But it was like hey. It's consenting adults and everything. But the crazy thing about that, um, crazier than just that it was in existence and that it was so popular, was that there was a data breach. And so, yeah. And so this hacker got a hold of this and they said, we're going to release all of this information if you don't, you know, pay whatever the amount of money was. Um, And they ultimately did start releasing the information. And there were these Ashley Madison files and you could go on and look for your spouse's name. And so it was this huge, crazy lawsuit. Um, And there's a whole, and this happened, I think it was like in the late 80s, um, but uh, or maybe 90s. Um, but anyway, but it's a really interesting documentary if you ever want to, if you're into the whole hacking thing. And, yeah. um, but I mean, it caused such crazy uproar. And of course, they went bankrupt because they were sued right and left and, mm-hmm. you know, that they didn't maintain, you know, su- su- sufficient security. Sense, and, yeah. you know, and it's not, I mean, man, you're on that. I mean, what do you say? I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's no defense, yeah. there's no defense. Yeah, I think uh, that's, it's like, such that's like the go-to blackmail right is like you you see in movies where there's like a famous politician and he's having an affair and then in order to get him to vote a certain way then you know you you throw that affair in his face and you blackmail him it is seems like almost genius of a hacker to go in there because then you not only have the most stereotypical best blackmail but then you have it on thousands oh yeah thousands and thousands of people and there were some really famous people oh yeah it was a big deal yeah i'm surprised or uh, it makes sense i'm not surprised that they got sued and that that went to absolute shit but yeah also at the same time what are they gonna what are they gonna do like are they going to pay that ransom maybe even if they don't then they get sued every single person that's on that list has like a claim essentially and like they're not going to get paid very much right i mean right no and then they went bankrupt but the thing is too that you know once that happens i mean nobody's ever going to sign up again yeah you know that's just it i mean even yeah. if even if you didn't go bankrupt for the, from the lawsuits, it's not like you'd be like, oh, well, we have this other product or this other medication or whatever, you know, come back and, you know, like Johnson Johnson has something or everything. I mean, this is the whole purpose of this was for cheaters. And now the cheaters know they could be exposed. I mean, cheaters don't. Yeah. I would assume done. that's our biggest selling point is, hey, we can, uh, your yeah, information's yeah. private. Exactly. It's exactly. anonymous. Kind of like the, the perfect example of that. So. 
Wow, that's crazy. I'm definitely interested in seeing that documentary because I had no idea that a, oh, yeah. a service or a site like that existed. Um, and it's even crazier to me, like, that how many people used it. Oh, it, well, it got really popular. And seriously, it was so controversial. And they would be on these talk shows and people would just be yelling at them that you're encouraging people to cheat. And, and the guy was like, no, I'm not. They're going to cheat anyway. I mean, you know, this is just a way to They're match up the people who want to. Yeah. If it's, if, if it's not a wanted, needed service, I don't need it, but, um, you know, it wouldn't be so popular. But yeah. it got really, it got really crazy popular. Yeah, definitely check it out. We watched it a few months ago. Um, and I remember, oh, I kind of, I, I kind of remember that happening. Uh, when, when, when was this? Was this? I think it was like the late 80s, early 90s. Oh, wow. So yeah. this was a while ago. Yeah. It's like before internet. How the fuck? No, oh, it was not before <laughs> internet. I mean, but it was, you know, website. It wasn't like it was before smartphones and everything. I mean, you had to go onto the computer yeah. um, and log in and, and, you know, make your connections there. Jesus. Well, uh, that is very in line with Valentine's and what we're talking about with, with scandalous activities. Yes, and bad stuff that ends up in lawsuits. So I'm really hopeful that, uh, that, that we will not have any downsides. I think we're going to have some very positive experiences. I'm, I'd like to I'm looking so forward too. to it. Yeah. Uh, we are kind of coming to a close here. Is there any closing stories that you want to go over? Uh, no, not really. I think we hit on, hit on some. We don't need to go into too many personal yeah. ones or uh but but that being said if any of you have any interesting stories about crazy valentine experiences we would love to hear them maybe we can do a little recap on our next show so you know yes. feel free to to share that with us you can share it anonymously yes yes you can throw it in the, the comment section wherever you're watching this facebook tiktok instagram uh but if you do want to share anonymously you can also email us at showered law or at podcast at showeredlaw.com yes um, and then we'll keep that anonymous, obviously. And if you want us to talk about it or go into it or answer, if maybe you have a case against your significant other, oh, we yeah. can uh, address that live on the show. It'll be fun. Uh, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and hanging out with us on this very special Valentine's Love Gone Wrong lawsuits type of, of show. I think it was a good time. It was a good change up. The decorations you did a fantastic job <laughs> with. I put on my very uh, special kisses shirt just for this event as well. Um, I hope everyone has a fantastic Valentine's Day. Uh, do not forget about it. Do not forget about presents. Uh, definitely pick <laughs> at up, your own uh, risk. Yeah, pick up some chocolate or some flowers at the very least. Both is good. And uh, if you do get attacked by your significant other with a knife or anything you can always give us a call <laughs> we are here for you we are on valentine's here. day uh, but with that being said i hope everyone has a fantastic week and we'll see you next time prioritizing profits prioritizing prioritizing, prioritizing pro dangerous drug and product cases